Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. It's relating to nuclear weapons. As Attorney General now moves this week to unseal the search warrant for this week's Mar-a-Lago estate raids. And Donald Trump says this hour he is not opposed to that idea. Also this morning. The Northern Virginia woman discovered set on fire also was stabbed. I'm Christy King. A new grant to ease what D.C.'s Attorney General calls a humanitarian crisis in the district. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Why D.C. Health has temporarily closed a famous cupcake shop in Georgetown. I'm Mike Marilla. Slight movement on Wall Street closing bell Thursday. The Dow was up 27. Nasdaq Drop 75, the S&P slipped 3. Good morning, welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. The Justice Department is asking a federal judge to make public the warrant used to search former President Trump's home. Correspondent Robert Costa. The former president issued a statement saying he and his lawyers have been fully cooperating with the probe, but they have a deadline, 3 p.m. Friday, to oppose the Justice Department's decision to unseal this search warrant. Trump says on his site, Truth Social, he's calling for the immediate release of the documents. Following the search, officials warned of threats against federal agents. A man was shot and killed after he tried to storm an FBI office in Ohio. CBS's Jeff Pegues has more. Police say the heavily armed gunman drove up to the FBI building in Cincinnati with a nail gun and an AR-15 style rifle. When armed agents confronted him, he fled and led police on a high speed chase down Interstate 71, which ended in a gun battle in a field near Wilmington, Ohio. A gunfire was exchanged between officers on scene and the suspect. A spokesperson for actress Anne Hesch says she is unlikely to survive after she crashed her car into a Los Angeles home last week. The CDC has revised its COVID guidelines. WSB's Sabrina Cupid. Americans no longer need to quarantine if exposed to COVID-19 regardless of vaccination status. That word from the CDC here in Atlanta. The agency saying that a majority of people 16 and older now have some level of immunity. But it is still recommended that you mask up in areas where transmission is high. And if you test positive, then you do still need to isolate yourself from others for at least five days. Production is halted at six oil rigs in the Gulf of Mexico. Margaret Brennan explains why. A leak at an onshore facility in Louisiana forced Shell to shut down two pipelines that can move as much as a half million barrels a day from the Gulf to the coast. Officials at the facility say about two barrels of oil spilled and there was no impact to the Gulf. Shell says the pipelines are expected to reopen Friday. It's goodbye for John Batiste, band leader on CBS's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. The host made the announcement on last night's show. We're happy for you, John, and I can't wait to have you back on as a guest with your next hit record. I love you. The J. Paul Getty Museum will return a life-size group of Greek sculptures known as Orpheus and the Sirens and four other pieces that were illegally exported from Italy. The sculptures are believed to be from the 4th century B.C. This is CBS News. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. 
COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. WTOP at 303. Friday morning, August 12th. Welcome in, everybody. Morning clouds burn off to afternoon sunshine, pleasant, low humidity, the high 83 today, 74 you're waking up to in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories that we're looking at for you as we head into the morning together. There's been an arrest now in the death this week of a woman found set on fire locally in a false church apartment. Police are also releasing new details about the case this morning. She was stabbed and set on fire. According to Fairfax County Police Major Ed O'Carroll, he says the medical examiner will determine exactly what killed 40-year-old Sylvia Vaca Abaca. She is known by her family and friends, all that loved her as Kelly. Offering condolences, O'Carroll says the man responsible is now behind bars. 47-year-old Richard Montana of Arlington was ID'd with public support. A community member captured a moment in time and with that photo is what we were able to share we knew then that he was a person of interest montana and vaca abaca were acquaintances o'carroll says the investigation continues there's no known motive at fairfax county police headquarters christy king wtop news 305 friday morning dc mayor muriel bowser is once again this week asking the pentagon for help with the thousands of migrants being bussed into the district by the governors of Arizona and Texas. Her previous request last month to deploy the D.C. National Guard was denied for being, at the time, too broad. She told our news partners at NBC4 this week that she has sent a new, more specific request now. And the previous response that they thought that the request was too open-ended. Um, and I'm also asking them to clarify the availability of the D.C. Armory. Bowser wants to use the Armory as a processing center for the migrants, as thousands of migrants are bussed here from Texas and Arizona. Meantime, the local relief organizations that have shouldered the people's care right now are getting some financial support from D.C. The D.C. Attorney General has the discretionary authority to issue grants to protect public safety or support vulnerable communities. Carl Racine announced the creation of a new grant to support local nonprofits that are providing services to migrants and asylum seekers arriving in the district. In a statement, Racine said the decision by the governors of Texas and Arizona to bust the migrants to the district is causing a humanitarian crisis, which the Nonprofits should not have to shoulder a loan. Eligible nonprofits may apply for a grant of up to $50,000 paid for by the OAG's Litigation Support Fund. Total grants will not exceed $150,000. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. People wait in long, long lines for hours for their cupcakes, but customers of a cupcake shop known for its sweet desserts see a notice on the door these days that the location is temporarily closed. Like other food establishments, Georgetown Cupcake is routinely inspected by D.C. health inspectors. Back in July, the location was told to fix several violations, among them the presence of mouse droppings on shelves and mold on a cream container. Then on Wednesday, inspectors returned to make sure those issues were fixed. They were, but one big one did remain. The shop didn't renew its business license. That expired back in November, so the order was given to shut the shop down. In an email to WTOP, Georgetown Cupcake says an administrative oversight is behind not renewing, and the paperwork is now filed, and it hopes to reopen the location soon. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP and Silver Diner bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday for dine-in lunch only at 18 Silver Diner locations. Enter today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch Friday. Thank the Lord for the night. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane.
Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career. But people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. For the past 60 years, Melwood has been fighting for more equitable employment in the disability space. We're not done yet and would love for you to join us. For more information about